Okay, um, I wanted to play for you a Ramola. She's been working tirelessly to try to get information to people who need it. I've never seen anyone work quite that hard. She's really very unbelievable. Okay, so if you haven't ever heard of Ramola, here she is. Big hats off to her. Angelo's actually had me on the Edge channel very recently on Odessia TV. And um, I believe we've had a couple conversations at this point, and I wanted very much to have them back at my channels. So um, they have a great deal to report on what is going on in Greece currently, uh, both with the political situation and with the COVID situation. And that's part of what we are doing this news break all about. Um, let me tell you a little bit about Aristi. Aristi is a former shipping agent with the U.S. 6th uh, Regiment of the Navy. I, I'm not getting the actual designation right, Aristi. Do correct me. Sixth Fleet. Sixth Fleet, thank you. Sixth Fleet of the U.S. Navy. And Angelos is... Um, a chemical engineer, an environmental scientist, a captain, a former captain of the Olympic Airways, and he is a founding member of a nationalist organization in Greece called National Guardians, which is uh, in Greece, I think that's Ethniki Philakis. It's, it's unsure. <laughs> I don't know if I got that right. <laughs> so, welcome, Anglos. Welcome, Aristi. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Good afternoon. Nice honored uh, to be on your program uh, and uh, I think Aristic was the same. The honor is all mine. I'm delighted to have you on the show today. And, you know, it's for us in the U.S., it's very interesting always to hear what's happening in Europe from people on the ground. And you're in Greece, sort of in the heart of Europe over there. <laughs> so, um, you know, so, so feel free to jump in and let us know what is going on. What exactly is going on in Greece today? I know there were a couple things. You had sent me emails recently telling me Greece is actually burning. And there were some news reports of uh, one refugee camp in particular on one island that was burning, right? Yes. And Lesbos. Yes. Lesbos. That's correct. That happened in Lesbos. Lesbos is uh, in the northeastern Aegean Sea, uh, very close to Turkey's uh, territory, and uh, full of uh, uh, illegal immigrants who are uh, always uh, entering uh, a Greek space from uh, Turkey. Uh, you know how it uh, works. Uh, they bring them uh, yeah, they, they pay, uh, tickets for them uh, with uh, major airlines, uh, and mostly Turkish airlines. They bring them to Turkey, and then uh, they uh, they bought uh, they bought uh, boats, and they come uh, uh, on the islands. Uh, the Eastern Aegean islands are uh, actually drowned from uh, illegal immigrants. Uh, many thousands, 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 thousands of them are uh, on the islands right now. They've uh, made uh, too many hotspots, and uh, one of them, uh, which is uh, called Moria, 
is an area in Lesbos, the island uh, we talked about earlier. Uh, they burned it. Uh, it. They started a fire on the other uh, side of the island. Mm. So the fire brigade uh, went to the other uh, ends of the island and then they burned uh, the hotspot. And it was uh, totally uh, burned out. And now they put them uh, to another uh, area of, uh, I think, uh, 3,000 uh, um, uh, not 3,000. What are the square meters? The In Greece, we have a, a way of measuring land in strema, which is like in yes. the States how we have acres. About, uh, about a thousand acre, uh, acres. About, about a thousand, thousand acres. acres. Yeah. And, uh, it's burned. They, them, uh, they, they put them there. And... Uh, uh, most of them uh, then uh, um, are, uh, are boarding uh, ships and uh, they transfer uh, they transfer to the mainland uh, Greece. Uh, they uh, put them uh, mostly in form uh, in uh, uh, military bases, which they close, and they use them as hotspots. And uh, they did. Uh, 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 that with uh, a base on uh, uh, the um, uh, Casinora on, on, on the Greek Turkish border. Okay. We have a military base there, a very important uh, military base, and uh, they are closing. Uh, they are closing it now to make it a uh, hotspot. One of the most important uh, yeah, military yeah, bases yeah. of Greece. But uh, the traitors uh, are trying to destroy Hellenism uh, totally. The so, us for uh, almost uh, five decades. For almost five decades. Yeah. So, this is part of what you were talking about. There's been a real influx of people, a kind of an overwhelming influx of people coming into Greece over the past five decades, and in particular, it seems, in recent times, in recent years. And you're saying they're coming over from Turkey in boats, and they yes. appear to be paid, and they've come here and they've kind of overwhelmed the Greek population. And they are housed on different yes. islands, I gather, but. But this particular incident occurred on the island of Lesbos, right? And, uh, in the island of Samos later on, which is uh, south of Lesbos, another island. The island of Samos? Yes. They, they did the same thing they later. They did the same thing. So yeah. you're suggesting that this was actually a case of arson, that somebody from inside the camp has actually burned their own oh, camp? Yes, they had, uh, they had videos of themselves burning Lesbos with oh, cardboard really? boxes. And they were very proud of themselves. And they were taking pictures with the flames being started behind them uh, by their friends. And they they burned everything green, bushes, trees, everything. And when they were finished with the burning all of Lesbos, uh, our military were given new tents from the United Nations to rebuild a new area for them so they could destroy another area. Oh, and uh, and uh, the numbers 
of how many are coming in. Uh, you know, they said when we were on lockdown, many tens of thousands came in. And they were bussed with white buses that did not have any kind of uh, advertising on the size. It was like brand new white um, vans. And they were bussed that way into all the new areas that, they're, that they've now taken over. And then they decided to burn Samos. But they've been on the borders of Evros, which is what uh, Angelos was talking about just a little while ago. There's, um, there's uh, a whole area there that has to be protected. And it's on a river. And uh, the Turks have been trying to push... Uh, there are people up against the fence. They've been trying to cut the fence. They've been trying to crawl under the fence to get in. And now our government has pulled back the military. They're giving the base to the migrants. And the migrants that are coming in are not really migrants because they're military. They're using military hardware. Uh, they've got military issue um those uh, smoke bombs that they that they throw, and uh, mm -hmm. they what they plan on doing is getting the military away from this fence, so that the the Turks can can uh, run through it. They tried to pull it down with a truck that they tied to the fence, and they're trying to pull it. Uh, that didn't work. Uh, then they started throwing Molotov cocktails at the Greeks. They were shooting at the Greeks, the military and the police. And now there were uh, villagers in the area that went to help the military. The prosecutor has invited them um, so that they could do interrogatories with the idea that maybe they're going to press charges against them for keeping the migrants out. It's not their country. Why should they come in? I mean, I, I don't see it. But it looks like it looks like it's a it's a chessboard that's been set up uh, many years in advance. People who know about the the numbers because it, you know the numbers about how many people are here. Well, I heard a number that came in from people that are professors that are specialists in the in the issue of the migration. More than six million have come through here, and we don't know how many are here now. And this is, a, this is a country with only 10 million population. And they intend, based on the um, migration plan that they signed with the United Nations, to bring in 35 to 40 million. Uh, and the total population is only 10. Let me correct you, Aristide. They are talking about 100 Please. And 20, 124 millions of uh, illegal immigrants to come into Greece with a population of 10 million. So this is a plan that's in progress right now? They're yes. still bringing but in people? It's, it's, uh, it's not only for Greece, this plan. It's uh, for, for most all of, of Europe. For all of Europe. For the whole Europe, yes. And it seems like yes. a lot of countries in Europe, you know, the Scandinavian countries, Germany, France, a lot of them have been reporting similar situations with a sudden influx of refugees, etc. And of yeah. course, many people connect that to some of the Middle Eastern wars, 
do you see a connection over there or do you feel this is all very contrived migration? I think this whole thing um, has been set up since the Ottoman Empire fell a hundred years ago. Uh, the Turks had the Ottoman Empire. For a thousand four hundred years, Europe had Ottoman rule. And during that time, 270 million people that were Europeans were slaughtered. They don't know how many people were kidnapped and taken into slavery and into the harems. All of the cultural buildings, uh, the libraries, the schools were destroyed. The farms were burned. And Erdogan, who is uh, the president of Turkey presently, uh, has said very frankly he intends to bring the Ottoman Empire back to rule again. And when he took Hagia Sophia Church and turned it into a mosque recently, uh, the idea was, because he has a section inside the church where he thinks that they're gonna make a sultan out of him and that he's going to bring back the Ottoman Empire. And by doing that at Hagia Sophia, he's telling all the rest of the uh, people of uh, Islam that he is their leader and he will spread it throughout the world and now with Armenia fighting with um, Azerbaijan Turkey was part of instigating that problem they lived perfectly well for 70 years under the Soviet regime without killing each other but now Turkey wants and he sent his military from the ISIS from Syria he sent them into Azerbaijan. He sent his drones in. And the first thing he did was to bomb the cathedral of the Armenians. He's sending a very strong message that he's got a war on Christianity and he wants to get all the land back that uh, the Ottoman Empire had before it fell. And the reason it fell is because he was fighting with Russia for years over Crimea. He wanted to take Crimea back, the, the Turks. And uh, they kept fighting that war and fighting and uh, they went through all of the gold and everything that the country had. And Turkey went into bankruptcy. And the British said, look, if uh, you want, this is the church, mm -hmm. you, you want uh, a loan? so that you can re-establish your country? He said, we're an empire. And they said, well, you're not gonna be an empire anymore. So because of his wars, Turkey's wars with Russia, they signed uh, the Kars Treaty, which covered the area of Armenia and Azerbaijan. And they gave a huge plot of land that belonged to uh, Armenia, which is the other half of Armenia. They gave it to Turkey on loan, and every 25 years they have to renew the agreement for them to stay there, otherwise they're going to have to leave, which means they'll have to give the land back to Armenia. And uh, what he's doing now is he's, he's trying to genocide the rest of Armenia because they did a genocide in 21, in 1921. And uh, in one case, they had raped 
16 young girls and when they were finished they nailed them to crosses and uh, an article i i uh, uploaded an article to bin on that um, on that issue mm-hmm. and uh, the prime minister's wife is in um, fatigues and she sent their son off uh, to war and her husband is trying to bring peace with Russia to intercede because Russia needs only to renege on that agreement which needs to be renewed now in in uh, 2021 it comes up for renewal so if Russia says no and takes back all that territory the territory now of as big as Azerbaijan is with Armenia uh, an equal size plot of territory would have to be returned to Russia. So Turkey would no longer border with Azerbaijan and Armenia. They would be bordering with Russia. So th- there's a lot going on, and I think that Mr. Erdogan is behind a lot of it with his idea of wanting to, um, to bring the new Ottoman Empire back to life. I don't think anybody needs that. Society has had enough bloodshed and enough genocide. Turkey has not built anything in their life as a country. They're not even 100 years old as a country. And all they've done is genocide uh, one population after another. It was the Assyrians, it was the Pontians, it was the Greeks of Asia Minor that were the old Trojans. It was Armenia. They killed uh, one and a half million Armenians. And they're doing it again and nobody's stopping them because everybody has their interests. And I don't know how much of this uh, information is coming back to the States because very little. I'm hearing a lot of static again. Okay, it's subsided now. No, um, thank you for pointing out what is going on exactly over there because I don't think many people know about it. And when I just looked up the Armenian Weekly and saw that footage of the church, etc., being bombed, I mean, this is the first time hearing of it. I'm not an index of, you know, awareness of world news by any means because. I'm also sort of stuck in a bubble focusing on certain issues over here um, you know, in the UK and in the US. But uh, but I, but I this is a major thing that's going on with all this military bombing, and I think we should know about it. Yes. The United States gave $100 million to Azerbaijan. F-16s were flying, hitting Armenia. And Azerbaijan does not have those planes. Those came from Turkey. And drones that are made in Turkey were bombing little villages and uh, places where it's like neighborhoods. It's like bigger than a village, but smaller than uh, a city. It's like small towns. And they went in there with drones so that they could find the targets and they targeted little children and their mothers in their homes. And it didn't get out anywhere. And Gellos, you were going to say something as well? Yes, regarding the immigration, uh, we have to say that uh, uh, 
the mainstream uh, media and also the politicians uh, call them refugees. But uh, the United uh, Nations uh, called refugee somebody who is uh, coming from uh, an adjacent uh, country which is uh, on war. Uh, Turkey is not uh, on war. Uh, so they are not, uh, they are not refugees, they are illegal immigrants and we uh, must uh, point uh, that out. And uh, we are having an, uh, a lot of immigration, an, an invasion uh, right now. Uh, we, we have uh, uh, facts that uh, the Greek uh, coastal guard uh, has caught uh, ships uh, carrying uh, containers full of uh, weapons. Now, what exactly is happening? Where are the refugees coming from? Are they coming from Armenia? And is this connected currently to this bombing? No. 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 They're coming from all of Africa, from, from 77 nations. And they're ditching their passports, and then they have no identity. And the United Nations says that if they have no identity, that means you have to give them citizenship. They have all the same name, all are called uh, Mustafa or uh, Ali or uh, whatever. And they, what, what name they give, it's uh, written on uh, their papers. And uh, they are going to the hospitals where, of course, uh, they don't pay anything uh, like uh, Greeks do. And uh, somebody goes uh, with his uh, papers uh, in the hospital. And later on come, comes another one with the same uh, papers. And uh, in one day, can uh, visit the hospital about 10 to 20 with the same uh, papers. And everybody uh, uh, gets uh, service without uh, paying uh, anything. So this is that half of them are infected. They're coming in with polio. They're coming in with other illnesses. They're coming in with COVID. And so this is happening right now, despite the COVID situation, or the the ships continue to, ships or boats continue to bring refugees boats, into Greece. Yes, yes, boats, pretty yes. much. Okay. And also in, uh, in the area of uh, Evros, uh, uh, where the northern border. Uh, yeah, the Greek uh, Greek Turkey border, Turkey border. Greek Turkey northern border. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, the area is called Evros, and. Uh, uh, they closed it uh, in uh, February uh, because uh, the government said uh, that uh, uh, no one is uh, going to come illegally in uh, Greece anymore. But uh, that was only for uh, political reasons and uh, lasted uh, only one month. And after that, they continued uh, coming uh, uh, hundreds uh, every day in uh, uh, Evros and uh, all the uh, uh, islands of uh, the Aegean Sea. I see. So now the borders appear to have been opened again, and so there is a continuous. They are open. Mexican. They are open. They are coming uh, continuously. Yes. They are open. And yes. so there's other issues. So it seems like there are a few things going on. For one thing, there is this sort of constant influx, people continuously coming in, and they appear to be paid. You're saying they're just sort of showing up. They're showing up without papers and they're being given citizenship as they arrive. So the so it appears to be a kind of uh, a deliberate ploy, right? The government is, the current government is permitting this to happen or making yeah, now, it. Yes. And now they passed a law that uh, they will uh, give them a uh, postal again, uh, Nationality. 
They're giving them nationality. Yes. And then on the other hand, you have this war going on in that region with Azerbaijan bombing Armenia. And and when you said the drones from Turkey as well were involved, Aristi, did you mean they're bombing the villages in Armenia? Yes. And the drones that Turkey has uh, manufactured, they come over the islands and they direct the ships so that they will land where it's not being... Um, uh, where, it's, where there, there are no people, where there are no guards. You know, if they came into a certain uh, cove and then people went there to protect the area, then they moved them to a different area to, to land. Which ships are we speaking about? The migrant ships. The migrant ships, so I see. Or oh, the boats, right? The, they're coming the in on these boats. And they've made a factory in Turkey and they make these boats in the hundreds by the day. So this is very interesting. So basically, you're saying these are Turkish boats and Turkish drones are assisting these Turkish boats and permitting the boats to come in. Ramona, let me ask you that that, uh, uh, these Turkish drones Mm -hmm. are produced uh, uh, in Germany, which is a European uh, country. Oh, so Germany is involved. Yes, of course. Germany is behind. They are producing these drones but they are assembled in Turkey. Very interesting. So this is, I guess, the Federal Republic of Germany, you know, the Corporation of Germany, as uh, Hans Peter yes. uh, described on a previous news break at my channel. <laughs> you know, this is the Angela Merkel government of Germany, which is not the people's government, because there are many Germans who think very differently, who are very much like you guys, you know, the nationalists of Germany. Um, they have a completely different view of what's going on as well. So um, this connects, do you think this, so this is, is this the connection with the United Nations? Is this how it all kind of comes yes. together with the UN? Of course, of course, yes. yes. So the UN is, in a, is a little bit behind it. And also you mentioned that the Azerbaijans are getting millions of dollars from the US. So the US is about- 100 million. 100 million. And uh, the Armenians of the United States are giving huge amounts of money to the Democratic Party to have them step in and um, support them. And instead of supporting them, what they get is a hundred million to the other side. I was going to say they seem to be backing the wrong party here. <laughs> exactly. If you if you if you take uh, Erdogan as a person and uh, as a leader of a country, and you compare him to Hitler, there's very little difference between the two men and their tactics and uh, their beliefs and their racism and their genocidal mania against uh, anything that's not of their own. Uh, I mean, it's really tragic what's happening because people were living next to each other, they were friends, and now suddenly they're enemies killing each other. You know, and, the, and nobody has anything to gain from this except that this man's ego wants to recreate the Ottoman Empire. Well, he's got a lot of help at the top, doesn't he, from all of the billionaires who seem to be funding some of this migration, George Soros and co., etc. So, I mean, so they are they... giving him money, a lot of money. Russia, Germany, France, and the United States are selling um, military hardware 
expensive military hardware. He can't afford it. His uh, economics are really uh, been destroyed. And to keep the people quiet on the economic uh, disaster that he has created with all this military spending, he's creating wars everywhere and telling them we're expanding. We are expanding our borders. We're going back to the Ottoman Empire, which he cannot become Sultan anyway, because the last Sultan has um, has heirs to the throne. So if there's ever another throne, there's an heir to that throne. He cannot have it. But despite all of that, you know, he's still going through the motions. The man is a disaster. Yeah, sounds absolutely horrifying. Now, it also seems as if, you know, the United Nations has a sort of a figurehead presence in the world as some kind of arbiter of world peace. And they frequently have conversations in their chambers about countries, you know, ceasing hostilities with each other, etc. Has anything of that sort occurred in the UN as yet? I mean, have Turkey and Greece spoken together in the UN and Armenia? Uh, NATO is trying to force Greece to give up half her islands and half her natural resources of gas and fuel in the Aegean uh, to keep the peace and to keep NATO together. Um, Mr. Sultanberg, Jan Sultanberg, who is heading off NATO, keeps telling Greece that you are, you don't have sovereignty, so you cannot um, bring down the Turkish uh, military planes that are going over your airspace thousands of times yeah, on purpose. But how can uh, they say Greece doesn't have sovereignty? Because they, they put Greece into um, a debt-based oh, austerity pro yeah. program with the, with the uh, IMF okay. and the European Central Bank, but there was never an audit. They never audited anything. We we had a debt of approximately fifty-eight billion the last time anybody counted, and then they came and went with their briefcases and came and went with their files. And before you knew it, they told you that you owed six hundred billion. You know, so and and we we said that we wanted to do an audit, and they said you're not allowed because now. Everything belongs to the lenders. Unbe unbelievable. And they started those austerity measures, right? And uh, yes. it is similar to what they think were trying in Iceland before Iceland kicked the central bankers out. Uh, well, our politicians uh, made friends with them uh, over bundles of money. They stole money out of people's private accounts. Uh, they took all of the property of Greece, including the uh, ancient... Uh, things that belong here they've sold it through Taipev and they're auctioning everything off to foreigners they're auctioning all of Greece's relics and artifacts to foreign countries nations, all of it people. Wow. all of it we see we see things that belong to ancient Greek kings being sold at Christie's you know like uh, King Minoas a ring was going for something like 30,000 uh, pounds. Very tragic, really. Absolutely it. tragic. I mean, the people of Greece must be really upset about this. Uh, I think the people of Greece are in shock.
they can't believe that this looting is going on and that nobody can stop them. Anybody that opens their mouth is tossed in jail and found uh, owing the government all kinds of crazy money that they cannot uh, prove that this person owed. But you can't get a defense. Everything has been locked down. The country doesn't have a justice system that works. They pass laws in the night. They pass laws over Zoom meetings and they put them in the government gazette so that they can bring them into law like they did with the masks, the vaccines, the lockdowns. Uh, now you go to jail if you even speak out against the, the, the masks. And we had a little boy, nine years old, died in class. He keeled over and died from the mask in class. We had another boy, uh, he had a heart attack from the mask. Yeah, maybe Angelos can tell us about that because uh, this, these were things that went up in his program. Definitely, yes. This information should be published far and wide because children are dying from the mass. And these are not stories, right? You actually know the actual scenario, how it happened. Yeah. And they have it uh, mandatory from uh, fourth uh, a year of age uh, to uh, wear the mask. Okay. When the child is four upwards? All children who are to wear the mask. Up today, it's a month going to school to wear the mask. That happens only in Greece, in Europe. Other countries have it mandatory from 12 years up. And in other countries, it's not mandatory to wear the mask. Yes, actually, it's not mandatory in many places, but they do have all sorts of guidances and rules and edicts, you know, whatever they call them, and they suggest that the children should wear the mask from the age of two upwards. And, you know, there are images circulating now on the Internet. We see babies in masks on the trains. We see toddlers in masks and children in kindergarten in masks. And I just had an incredible interview with Dr. Judy Mikovits this week. I think that was published just today, um, where she says the mask are extremely dangerous and she says you've got to get the mass off the children because they are rebreathing not just you know carbon dioxide they're also rebreathing viruses their own viruses and they are reinfecting themselves there are dormant retroviruses from previous vaccinations that the children have had so the children in particular are in great danger of not just asphyxiation but extreme infection and uh, the, this this news that children are indeed dying with the mask on, just keeling over in the classroom and dying. That should be world news. It should be like that, you know, AstraZeneca clinical trial where that woman suddenly got paralysis after taking the vaccine. Why is that not stopping the entire vaccine program? You know? It's, it's crazy, it's crazy. Even, but, uh, even parents uh, don't uh, resist. Uh, we saw uh, about uh, 20, 30,000 uh, parents to uh, to go into in the streets uh, before the schools uh, started uh, to complain for the mugs. And that uh, was uh, all. It stopped there. Now nobody resists. All children go with the masks in the schools. 
So, no, that is dangerous. I think what needs to be done, you know, perhaps what's missing is also a kind of a media presence and a media voice. We've got mainstream media here that are simply not covering these aspects and these facts. And in fact, they are lying through their it's teeth. Every, it's everywhere the, the same. Yeah. The mainstream media always lie. They don't they, they say the truth. It's everywhere the same. It is. So in a sense, it, it you know, it's left up to us, just the everyday citizen, the regular person, you know, who needs to keep speaking out about this and keep bringing the news forward to people. Bias, I mean, if, what else do we have? If you speak against the mask uh, now in Greece, you go to jail, you know that? You can't speak against the mask. We can't uh, 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 go in our program and say, don't uh, uh, use the masks. They'll take us to, to jail. The mask is at this point, it's mandatory in Greece then? Okay, only in, uh, in closed spaces. In schools, in closed spaces and in schools, all, all in stores. Places, of course, yes. Schools, uh, uh, universities, uh, everywhere. In every, in, close, in every closed space. So, and, uh, oh, we in, have... Also, in, in two... Pure? Uh, no, no, um, in a prefecture of, what's the name of the One of them is uh, Ioannina and the other one, uh, Achaia. Uh, the prefecture is of Ioannina and uh, Achaia. Achaia is mandatory everywhere. In so, certain prefectures, which are sort of like counties, I understand. Yes, yes, yes. Hi, okay. okay. It's mandatory everywhere. It's mandatory absolutely everywhere in those yes. particular prefectures. Yes. But in the rest of Greece, it's mandatory in closed spaces, is what you're saying. Where? So it appears that your politicians, whoever is laying down these laws, the government or whoever, they need to actually be educated and become aware um, of the scientific and medical aspects to the dangers of children wearing masks. They don't care. The politicians. They don't care. Yeah, they are aware. They are aware? Of course they are aware. Well, people need to hold them to account, right? I mean, where is the liability yeah. there? When they're a child well dies case. from a mask. They, they don't care about Greeks. That's why they bring uh, all those uh, illegal immigrants. Uh, who are okay, about, so this uh, connects with that larger issue, is uh, what you're every, saying. Yes, yeah. yes, the political larger issue, exactly. And uh, wow. there's a huge number of uh, illegal immigrants right now. They might be more than 8 uh, million in Greece. And, uh, the and they don't wear masks. Oh, uh, the migrants don't wear masks, but the, Greeks, masks. the Greeks do the wear the masks. Wear masks yes. they, don't, they don't wear masks. And How does that work? The Greeks have to wear, wear the masks, but the, the migrants have to not wear the masks? Of course, of course. They are hunting only the Greeks. Police is hunting only the uh, Greeks. They don't care about immigrants. Oh, you're kidding. So this is becoming some kind of genocidal situation. Yeah. Where exactly. That's correct. That's correct. Wow. So ethnically speaking, the yeah. Greeks are being targeted. Yeah. Yes. The orders, the orders to the police is to go after Greeks only. Wow, this is such a horrific situation. I mean, have yes. you guys have been facing this and thinking about this for a long time. What do you see as some of the possible kind of ways out of this? How can the situation be changed? How can be changed? Uh, a huge if, uh, question, I know. It's only like, if, uh, if uh, people wake up. Uh, that's uh, the People only have to wake up, yeah. Yeah. 
but uh, through the mainstream, uh, mainstream media, that's uh, not uh, possible. Not going to happen through the mainstream media. You know, a little while ago, you had sent me footage of some great protests, and I featured them on Newswatch with Seven. And um, so it looks like in many islands in Greece, the mothers, the parents were protesting some of these COVID lockdowns, you have to wear a mask kind of strictures, etc. So what has happened to all those protests? Are they still continuing or what's going on? No, no, they are not continuing. They, they, they just uh, they took place in, uh, I think, uh, uh, the first days of uh, September, before the schools uh, opened, and uh, that's it. The prosecutor yeah, now the is asking to locate Protests are prohibited now. I see. Now the protests have been prohibited. Now they've yes. sort of yes. the government's yes. wiped up and cracked down even further, stopping yes. protests. Yes. So and it's very dictatorial and despotic then. And did you say the organizers were being hounded, um, Aristides? Yes. Yes. The prosecutor is looking for those that organized it so that he can uh, file charges. And the charges are coming against only the Greeks. Now, when the migrants rape, pillage, plunder, burn, destroy, they're taken in, uh, talked to, and then they're released after a couple of days. Even when they go to trial, they are released. When the Greek uh, refuses to wear the mask, he has to go to prison for a year. And he has to pay a fine. Every time he says no. So this is absolutely horrific information that you are actually sharing with us. I mean, the situation in Greece sounds much worse than I had imagined. And it seems the Greek people are being held hostage. Um, to all sorts of very unjust um, actions by the government against the people. And Angela uh, Merkel is at the root of it. Angela Merkel is at the root of it because she's part of the German contingent that is supporting war in that area as well. Military sales. And, And supporting Turkey. They have prohibited uh, the protests, and also uh, two days ago, the prime minister prohibited the parade, which uh, normally would uh, would take place on uh, the 28th of October, the parade for uh, the victory against the Italian invasion 80 years ago. It's like, it's like the American Fourth of July. Okay. Wow. So yeah, it's a very it's special it's yearly parade that takes place every year, but now yes. that's forbidden as well. Forbidden as well, exactly. Because of COVID or? Yes, because no. of COVID, of course. Under, under the guise of? Everything because okay. of COVID, yes. Everything's yeah. because of COVID, right. Everything's being shut down because of COVID. Wow. This is really tragic. I'm so sorry that this is happening in Greece. I wonder what we can do. You know, one of the great things that you are doing is you're helping inform the world. And I think through this channel, at least the news is getting out and hopefully through other channels, the news will get out as to what's going on in Greece. Yes, uh, we were uh, thinking uh, with uh, Aristi that if we uh, could find uh, some uh, uh, lawyers, uh, maybe in the United States, I don't know where, who might help us because uh, they, uh, because uh, justice in Greece is uh, fully corrupted. You can't uh, uh, go to justice and uh, uh, find uh, your rights in Greece. So we uh, uh, were trying to find some. Uh, they all uh, need a bullet in their head. Somebody in uh, maybe the United States of America to 
to help with all Poison the uh, situation. Some, uh, Wonderful. I hope somebody watching German can... German, uh, lawyer. Just like the German lawyer. That's right. You know Poison the German lawyer is speaking out. Perhaps you can contact him, him. And he might be able and to also help or give you advice. And you know, that's sort of within the general system of me conventional law, I suppose. I was going to ask about common law. Have you explored common law at all? Is that, um, you know, usable Just or prevalent mass, in Greece? Mass, um, we don't have common law in round Greece. Round them up. And um, the there is a group of lawyers that have taken on a case for the British government on people. the vaccines and the um, mask issues. Mm -hmm. And they're raising money so that uh, they can take them to court for that. Uh, Greece, when, when they imposed the austerity the program, um, changed the jurisdiction from Greek law to English law. Well, it did. Only now, yeah, now, now the jurisdiction over Greek issues comes under English law. Included in English law is common law, isn't it? Well, I don't know. They... they I've, I've been reading about that. They've got two different kinds of law. One is basically British and one is English. Okay. The, the government gazette says English law, but that doesn't verify or clarify uh, which constitution and which uh, set of laws they're talking about because most of what England has been doing is uh, the law of the sea. The law of the sea appears to rule over everybody in the whole world, right? The, uh, what is it called? Uh, maritime law, admiralty law. Right. Mm. Uh, but with that, uh, we are commodities. We're not, we're not humans. That's right. And, you know, this is something actually that perhaps we can speak about internationally because it pertains to everybody around the world. Okay. If maritime law governs all of us, then common law offers us an escape because that's the law of the land you see so uh, but if you can prove that you're on the land and it seems like there are many groups that are doing this in many different ways I don't know if you've heard of uh, full colon Russell hyphen J colon gold yes. and the quantum yes. community who yes, I've yes. covered a little bit and also you know lady crown and the purple thumb community and what they are saying is we need to break out of maritime law we need to return to the land and the way to do that is by declaring yourself alive because this is connected with that birth certificate fraud i guess you know right yes that's what makes us commodities that's what makes us commodities yeah yeah so that perhaps may be a way that the greeks can use to break out of this you know connect to the quantum community connect with the purple thumb community um i think there are embassies of the purple thumb community in greece i do know one person who's working in greece be happy to put you in touch with him and, okay, brilliant. I hope he's watching this. If not, I'll send this video to him. Um, I didn't have time to send the link before we started. Um, but I will send the information to him, and I'm sure he'd be happy to connect with you and give you more advice. Is he a Greek lawyer? He is, I think, a British expatriate who is settled in Greece. Yeah. Ah, so he would know about this. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Well, that might work. Yeah, and it's all about getting your live life claim. It's all about proclaiming yourself alive, breaking out of that fake birth certificate fraud system where, you know, literally we've all been hijacked at birth. Well, it's not that just that, but the entire tax system is looting. Oh, yeah. 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 They take the money, but we don't see the money. Where no. does it go? 
talk about it's going to infrastructure. All the money they've collected has not gone to infrastructure. Mm-mm. And it seems like what's happened now is the way the entire country has been looted. I mean, um, all of the Greek people have, in a sense, been um, defrauded, really, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. It, and it's very visible in Greece. I think it's the same thing that's happened elsewhere in the world because of the birth certificate, because you've been traded on the stock market as an all caps name, straw man, etc. you know, as a securitized bond. Um, so all of us have been defrauded of our birthright. And you know, somebody who uh, speaks at length uh, brilliantly about this is Bibi Bacchus. And um, she's got a few videos at my channel, but she's also spoken elsewhere. Sasha Stone has done some brilliant interviews with her. I recommend those. Uh, I think that's on his site, newearth.org, perhaps. So uh, she is an expert on maritime law and the UCC and on how to break out of it. Uh, Christopher James from A Warrior Calls, whom I've interviewed, is also really good uh, in describing what this is all about. There are many others, I know. There are many common law experts out there. And many you know, people we who just understand get this one part. decision, just one, one decision from an international court, any international court, all the other countries, all the other people that have this problem can all get free. Yes. All we need is one because that sets the precedent. And after we have precedent, all the other decisions have to follow the first decision. But you're speaking within the realm of, you know, conventional case law, right? No. Uh, if we can prove that justice, people, uh, human beings are being treated as commodities against natural law, and that all of these laws that they've set up are not really laws, they're statutes, Correct. And that uh, it's just a, a game that they have set up with words. That's correct. In, invoice, you know, uh, birth certificate. Why do you need a certificate? You were born, you were born. They give you a name, you're set to go. You Why were registered you to, a, to a company. You were registered to the Crown Corporation, and that's the whole but problem. Exactly. And you know what they did before they started rolling out this whole thing with the New World Order? and uh, COVID and all the other things that are, you know, set to enslave us. They did the TTIP. I've been looking for years to find a set of laws, rules, anything, regulations about the TTIP. They did that behind closed doors. The entire world became companies through the TTIP. What is so the TTIP? Nobody has it. Um, trans trans something it, it's okay it's like, one of those, those trans specific agreements that they had yeah, yeah yes 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 yeah yeah that's it yeah yes trans specific trade agreements yes. but they don't have a set of books if if you go for military law the americans have the fire if you go to britain they have another set of rules laws everywhere singapore everybody has laws rules regulations the ttip is not posted anywhere where are the rules with which they are playing? It's the Transatlantic Trade and Investment Partnership. Oh, that's, that's right. What it okay. is. Transatlantic Trade and Investment Partnership. Yeah, yeah. I know and they since then, 
we are also companies. Well, they do that at birth. They, they incorporate you with that birth certificate. You know, they make you into a company with that all caps name. Uh, it's all fraud. It's all rubbish. Like who actually would have submitted to this? Would your mother have done that? Would, you, would your father have, have consented to that? Mine wouldn't have, and I'm sure you wouldn't have. yours wouldn't have either. You know, none of us are, go, are going to willingly consent to be slaves, but they have created this very false enslavement system. And you know what you are saying, Aristi, I think people are already waking up. This is information that is sweeping across the world. And indeed, this is the information that needs to sweep across the world. People need to wake up to it and understand it. Because once you understand understand that you understand that your innate sovereignty, your innate power as a human being has been taken away from you, but you can always reclaim it and you can step into your own power and you can reclaim it. And this is all about reclaiming your power. Yeah, well, I read the report uh, uh, just before we started uh, the interview mm -hmm. and uh, it says that uh, uh, this uh, PCR test they, they make uh, through the nose Oh, the nasal swab. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. They are inserting uh, uh, nanoparticles of heavy metals. So Nitrogen. So that they use it uh, later on with the 5G technology. Yes, I have to look into that a little bit further before I can comment fully on it. But it seems as if it's entirely possible that those swabs could be laced with hydrogel that go right up. And by the way, they go right up to your brain, you know, because how, why do they need to push that swab right up your nose? So um, it is very wrong. And I'm very surprised doctors are permitting this to happen. And uh, we know that uh, the PCR test uh, is uh, uh, inappropriate uh, for the uh, for viruses, and uh, 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 the first who said that was uh, Carrie Miles, who was the inventor of the test, and who uh, also um, uh, uh, he had the Nobel Prize uh, for. Uh, That's right. He himself said this is the, the wrong test. way to use the test. Yeah. and uh, um, suddenly he was uh, he disappeared uh, last uh, year. He died. From oh. heart attack, they said, but I don't think it was a heart attack. Uh, it was because uh, they would uh, use his test, and if, if he was alive, he would uh, 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 not accept that. He said it's uh, completely inappropriate for uh, viruses, his test. And they use it globally, and they, uh, and they find uh, people uh, uh, positive. And uh, that doesn't mean that uh, you have the virus. It means nothing. And they can take, take and take you and uh, put you in uh, their... Uh, uh, Quarantine camps. Yeah. Camp, exactly. Right, exactly. exactly. Now, the PCR test is completely useless. Many, many doctors have stated it. Dr. Sherry yes. Tenpenny has stated that, you know, it doesn't actually, it's not a specific definer of any virus. It cannot identify any particular virus. Dr. Judy Mikovits, whom I spoke with just last week, she said, you know, what are they discovering? Is there a SARS-CoV-2 virus or is there some kind of avian virus avian coronavirus from you know from the flu shot that is being found through this pcr test so um there's huge questions around it and i think 
we need to keep listening to the doctors who are telling us the truth of what's going on and uh, you know not listen to the politics and so again it comes down to media it's like how do you get the message out to people you know so this is good that we're talking about it on I guess social media this is YouTube right now and possibly this video is going to be on other channels soon bit shoot etc wherever I can post I'll yeah. be happy to post it doctors in Greece are not allowed to speak against the COVID if they do that they threaten them with taking their license I think people in Greece need to en masse do their you know declarations of being alive break out of this maritime law system and establish your sovereignty on the land and tell whoever is imposing these false statutes on you and calling them law which is you know i guess the greek government kind of tell them to go take a hike and uh, you know sort of <laughs> revive and restore your power over yourselves and your land and your property so because all of us have been defrauded and it appears in Greece it's really really kind of coming down to the wire over here they are holding you hostage in an extreme way so I'd be happy happy to put you in touch with Andrew Devine of the Purple Thumb community and you know hopefully he can give you better advice as well okay uh, last week they passed uh, the law for uh uh installing and implementing uh, implementing uh, 5g technology in greece it passed through it passed through the parliament it, it passed through the parliament they passed a law and saying now, they are absolutely going to go ahead and and, and yes, install 5g yes 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 and uh, 5g uh, uh, as you might know is uh, a weapon of mass destruction it's not uh, a better 4g it's not it's uh, something completely different and it was uh, uh, made uh, by the US uh, army it's a weapon absolutely these are millimeter wave weapons used for the exactly. same millimeter wave tech exactly. which is 5g and yes there are indeed horrific human bio effects the army's been studying it for decades and they know perfectly well it's a weapon so and as you know mark steel has been raising the alarm in the uk and many people have woken up i think there are many scientists now speaking out about the detrimental effects of uh, millimeter wave tech so um you know it seems like the entire world is actually at a kind of a poised at a turning point there's the turning point toward greater tech technology use and greater um, opportunity for techno tyranny and techno fascism and then there's this other route that all of us are trying to move humanity toward which is hello we don't need that kind of tech we don't need that kind of tech which is going to destroy us and our kids you know so we are kind of trying to move the boat in a different direction over here and um, you know we just have to keep doing it we have to keep working on that keep bringing the news and keep helping to steer humanity back to a bit of sanity really and um, use technology for our own good and not for our own ill which is what's uh, the other the darker route ahead and you know this is where the united nations all of those countries that are part of that world collusion are really happy to engage and they have this vision of what the great reset you know total techno takeover of the world etc so we kind of have to steer the boat back it seems in the other direction 
record. Right. So any last words, Aristi, Angelos? I think you've done a fabulous job explaining to us what the problem is. Because in a sense, what's going on in Greece is really what is either headed the way of everybody else in the entire world or, you know, that people are already experiencing to some extent in other parts of the world. But perhaps it does come down to that issue of uh, freedom, power, sovereignty, standing up, declaring yourself alive and moving forward with different plans for the future. What do you think? Angelos. Okay. Uh, the way I see this, 